Greetings all and welcome to the Grow Life Incorporated second quarter 2019 conference call. At this time, all participants are in a listen-only mode and the conference is being recorded. Representing the company today is Marco Hedgie, Chief Executive Officer for the company. Grow Life Incorporated second quarter earnings release was issued earlier this afternoon and is posted on the company's website at www.growlifeinc.com. I would like to remind you that during this call, management's prepared remarks may contain forward-looking statements, which are subject to risks and uncertainties, and management may make additional forward-looking statements during the Q&A section of this call. These forward-looking statements are subject to risk and uncertainties, and actual results may differ materially. When used in this call, the words anticipate, could, enable, Estimate, intend, expect, believe, potential, will, should, project, and similar expressions as they relate to Grow Life Inc. are forward looking statements. Investors are cautioned that all forward looking statements involve risks and uncertainties that may cause actual results to differ materially from those anticipated by Grow Life. At this time, so in addition, other risks are more fully described in Grow Life Incorporated's public filings with the OTC markets, which can be reviewed at www.otcmarkets.com or on the Grow Life website. At this time, I'd like to turn the call over to Mr. Marco Hedgie, Chief Executive Officer of Grow Life Incorporated. Marco, the floor is yours. Thank you, Stuart. Good afternoon, everyone. And thank you for joining our call today. It is my pleasure to be a part of Grow Life Inc.'s 2019 second quarter earnings call. We'll use this time to provide an update regarding our financial performance and in the recent update quarter for second quarter and first half of this year, we'll discuss some operational highlights from the quarter and how we'll continue to better position the company to capitalize on the expanding market opportunity and finally close with a discussion on where we're headed as a company for the remainder of the year and into the future. I'll also finish off my prepared remarks by taking questions from our investors. Last Friday, August 9th, the company filed its 10Q for the second quarter of 2019 and issued a press release this morning announcing our financial results. Participants on this call who may not have already done so may wish to look at those documents as the company provides a summary of the results on this call. For those who don't know, Grow Life Inc. is one of the nation's most recognized plant cultivation product and service providers. We were one of the originally publicly traded companies focused on the cannabis industry. This industry continues to be where our core competency lies. However, more recently, we have also had a number of service offerings for the legalized hemp cultivation market as well. I'm going to start by discussing our financial performance in this past quarter and our first half of this year. Discussing fundamentals, one of my favorite topics, and review on the business itself is performing. I could not be more excited, seriously excited, to share with the investment community that we have generated almost all of last year's revenue in just the first half of this year, 97% to be exact. For the first six months of this year, we were able to generate $4.4 million in revenue, which represents a 132% increase when compared to the first half of 2018. 
in comparison to $4.6 million for all of last year. Okay, let me reiterate. We did $4.4 million in the first half of this year. We did $4.6 million all of last year. Okay? Take a pause. So proud of that. For the second quarter of 2019, our revenue increased to $2.2 million compared to $1.2 million from the same period last year. That's an 82% increase. In addition to this revenue, we also have a backlog of unshipped orders of over half a million dollars. Now, if we were able to report that into our, our revenue, we would, have, we would definitely have clips last year's revenue in the first half of this year. So this is tremendously exciting. Most of this growth was a result of our expanding sales footprint with our EasyClone product line, as well as the extreme increase in demand for our products from the hemp farmers who are cloning to keep up with the demand for these CBD products. I will explain the significance of both these points in greater detail later in this call. I am extremely confident in our team's ability to continue this growth throughout the remainder of this year and well into the future. Beyond our revenue growth, another area where we were able to better financially position ourselves is our margins. Our gross profit for the first half of this year was reported at $1.4 million versus last year's at 188000 That's a 669% increase year over year. That number is not only staggering, but exciting. That's, a, that's actually a demonstration of increasing our efficiencies and tightening up the way we sell with our existing Grow Life resources, a high-margin product like EasyClone. This can be attributed to the EasyClone business dovetailed with the Grow Life resources, which brought significantly higher margins along with the continuing Grow Life business revenue, which is about evenly split these days, resulting in the blended margins about 30% versus the old Grow Life revenue margins or gross margins of about 8 to 10%. Specifically, in Q2 of 2019, gross margins increased to over 30% from traditionally last year's 9%, an increase of 232%. As we will see EasyClone's business becoming a greater percentage of our sales, we expect to see the gross margins increase further. All in all, we are extremely pleased with our financial performance through the second quarter of 2019. We have not only been able to capitalize on the expanding market and shown growth, our gross margin increases have surpassed our own internal targets. Now, this is pretty amazing because we set the bar pretty high for ourselves. So with all this great news being said, I would like to share that I personally believe that we are severely, as a company, undervalued, specifically when you analyze our growth in our fundamentals over the past year. While this can be discouraging for many investors, it is not going to stop us from moving forward and continuing to capitalize on a market opportunity, which I would like to spend some time explaining further. Now, some people are questioning cloning. Some people even privately do not understand cloning. So let me try it this way. Like 
tomatoes, for example. You can buy a bag of seeds and roll the dice, or you can buy a clone or a plant that has already started and will assure you the quality and health of the tomato plant. Think about that. So that is what a clone is. It's a starter and gets you going with a known plant. We see the greatest opportunity for our company in positioning ourselves as the industry leader in plant cloning, and more specifically, as a leader in cloning of hemp plants that are being grown for CBD. As I am sure most of you know, hemp production was recently legalized in the U.S., throughout the whole U.S., federally legal, creating a completely new market opportunity where countless farmers are switching their operations to hemp. Some conservative reports estimate that more than 500 million hemp plants will be planted in 2019, with most farmers looking to grow hemp for their exploding CBD market. Unfortunately, a lot of hemp farmers do not understand the intricacies of growing hemp, especially CBD extraction. Not all hemp plants can be used to create CBD products. Plants need to be rich in CBD, not THC to be the correct gender, and to be healthy and large enough to process. In order to achieve this, the only way to start plants is by using feminized seeds or through the more efficient process of cloning. As an industry leader, we have had the foresight to predict the cannabis growing industry of the future and knew we had to stay ahead of trends, strategically positioning the company accordingly. This includes the booming need for CBD-rich hemp. As most of you know, toward the end of 2018, we announced a majority acquisition of a company called EasyClone Enterprises. EasyClone is known as the industry-leading supplier of the commercial-grade cloning and propagation equipment. This was part of the strategic positioning plan. Cannabis cultivators have been cloning their favorite strains from mother plants for years now. So a mother plant a very large, predictable type of plant, just like a tomato plant, which you know has a certain variety, certain type, very predictable. And what you do is you take those clippings, and that becomes the clone. So what you end up growing is going to be a clone of that mother. And that's what Easy Clone is known for, is to take those mother plant clippings and create a predictable uh, uh Set of plants and assure them. So, it's been around for 20 years and has been delivering on this promise of predictable clones. So now, with these family of products, we can do this on a scale from eight clones to almost 500 clones. So, cannabis cultivators have been cloning their favorite strains with these mother plants, as I said, using a variety of methods like tabletop growing. Okay, these methods are extremely labor-intensive and space-intensive, and the demand for cannabis and CBD-rich hemp increases through further legalization. As it keeps growing, as the demand increases, the demand for more and more plant starters increases, and we will be there with EasyClone products. So in late 2017, EasyClone developed its Pro Unit, which was one of the largest and, and is one of the largest and most efficient cloning systems on the market to address 
high-volume cloning demand. Okay? It is commercially scalable and allows cultivators to clone those 500 plants, almost 500 plants, at one time in as little as 14 days. These systems decrease the need for resources such as labor and planting area, and we estimate that cultivators can reduce their cost by up to 20% per plant using clones versus seeds in a much more predictable manner while simultaneously producing the highest quality plants possible. This system is so unique, we recently announced a patent issuance. So we got a patent on this system, and we hope to secure further intellectual property protection on easy clone products in the coming months and years. So remember, in business, it's not good enough just to have a product, but you have it to have it protected, and we've got that protection. So we not only have what I think is the best product, but we have the protection that we need. I share all this with you as a way to illustrate how GrowLife is positioning as itself as an innovator of this industry-leading cloning solution to capitalize not only on the emerging cannabis industry, but now the exploding hemp CBD industry. In few months since taking over the operations of EasyClone, Grow Life has seen an increase in revenue from EasyClone of over 130%. So significant growth. Some of the questions that we've seen come through are, okay, you're comparing last year versus this year, but that's with EasyClone. But we've, we've used the Grow Life resources to take what was this company and beefed up both companies together. So, yes, comparing apples to apples does make sense because we're driving the value of both uh, companies by increasing the fundamentals of both companies. So we're very proud of what we've got here. In addition to the Pro Unit, the Easy Clone product line has systems of all sizes designed for any size glow room. Consumable products such as rooting compounds and everything needed to operate these systems. Since our acquisition, we have added a subscription-based service to provide monthly uh, shipments to cultivators with everything necessary to clone using systems, using our systems. Additionally, we deal with technology company Metrics to add special imaging add-ons to our pro systems, which allows growers to see the health of their clones well before it is visible to the human eye. This is pretty hot stuff. Super tech stuff that goes into and sees the plant faster than the eye can see it and then show it on any computer and mobile device. We have all heard statistics such as the CBD industry will reach $20 billion by 2024. Well, we at Grow Life believe these forecasts are significantly understated. The demand for CBD is flying through the roof. We see it, and we look at these numbers, and we shake our heads because we talk to the cultivators. We understand where the demand's coming from, and we think these numbers are way below the demand. Analysts continue to be shocked at the rise of consumer acceptance of CBD products. More and more large companies will begin to introduce CBD products, and demand for hemp-based raw CBD will grow accordingly. Additionally, we are seeing many hemp growers losing crop viability due to the way they are starting plants. Some are losing crops to cross-pollination, and some even burn down 
by the DEA when they are too high in levels of THC. So if it's done wrong, hemp can pick up the THC, and once it's past the 0.3 level, it becomes illegal, and they can lose their crop because it becomes um, subject to destruction. So there's a lot of different ways where hemp growers can lose their crops, and we, we have ways of keeping them from doing that. We believe this is a testament of how much the demand for hemp will continue to grow. Growers will continue to search for the best way to grow hemp to avoid these issues. And again, we believe that cloning is the best way to assure and ensure a healthy crop with a proper CBD content. We plan to be the hemp CBD champions with our, for the lack of a better word, revolutionary cloning products. We have made strides to reach hemp farmers and educate them on the benefits of cloning. We've recently launched an educational resource and sales channel at easyclonehemp.com, attended hemp-focused trade shows, and ramped up our sales force in hemp-heavy states where traditional agriculture is making the switch to hemp CBD. This leads me to where we are headed as a company. With the hundreds of different opportunities out there, we're going to focus. Focus on our core competencies, focus on helping cultivators jumpstart their crops, and finally focus on helping them reduce their costs and better grow, grow better plants. We're going to help them with the equipment needed to grow their own clones. We're going to address innovation in the cloning process, educate cultivators on the necessity of cloning. This will help them to maximize yield and grow high CBD content plants. We may even provide the clones themselves. As I've just explained, we are extremely confident that through our strategic acquisition of EasyClone, we have positioned ourselves well to capitalize on this expanding market opportunity. Where EasyClone was able to create a quality product with steady growth, Grow Life has propelled it into an international brand being utilized by some of the largest grow operations in the world. Recently, we have been investment, investing capital to build out our manufacturing capacity for the EasyClone product line to prepare for this continued growth. We currently have a large backlog of orders and need to have the manufacturing capacity to not only fulfill these orders, but keep up with the demand, all future demand. Growth on this scale requires capital. As such, we are seeking additional financing uh, instruments and are happy to share that our existing funding partners continue to support our vision by giving us a million-dollar bridge as we finalize our potential investments. We believe this illustrates the confidence large investors have in our refresh business model. Please follow our shareholder updates for more to come on our financing. With it, we'll be able to dedicate funds towards increasing our manufacturing, hiring additional sales and support staff, and actualize on our vision of being the leading source of plant starters and equipment for the hemp and cannabis market and meet the growing demand. Our conference call today once again demonstrates our commitment to the long-term success of our customers, partners, and investors. To close, let me reiterate 
that with the revenue growth and increased margins I've described, I hope participants on this call can see that our fundamentals are strong. Our positioning is laser-focused, and our trajectory is more than encouraging. To put it simply, we are ready and prepared to take our place as one of the largest shifts in mainstream wellness and agriculture in history. With that, I'd like to turn it over to our operator for questions. Stuart? All right. Thank you for that, Marco. And thank you, listeners and investors and shareholders, for submitting your questions. Let's go ahead and uh, hit those questions. We've been receiving these questions for a week, and Marco is going to take a moment to address them. And Marco, the first question is this. I've been an investor for nearly five years. What's the forecast for the company getting into a profitable state? So good question. A common question. I hear it quite a bit. We've been focused on increasing our margins to generate as much cash as possible to minimize taking as little investment capital as we need to to minimize as much dilution as we can. That being said, the position in the company is, I think, the one that our our investors, both existing and other investors, have have given us, which is in a high-growth market like this, what you don't want to do is strive to put money to the bottom line and into taxes. What we're trying to do is reinvest the money as much as possible into the growth of the, of the company. So we see the market still being in the hyper-growth stage, so we see investing and scaling up as the most critical place to put the money. So we're choosing to invest in growth over profitability. If we were to pull back capital, and, and compromise the growth of the company, what we would do is we'd see a very flat company and we may be able to deliver some sort of profitability where we would believe that we would not see any increase in valuation. So we were going to continue to stay on that strategy. All right. Why doesn't Grow Life sell CBD products, vaping products, smoke kits, and anything related to cannabis, but not the actual cannabis itself, on its websites, in stores, and basically around the world where it's legal in order to bring in more revenue? Okay. So, so Grow Life has always been in the, in the B2B or business-to-business area. We do not sell to consumers. Um, that being said... We do see a tremendous opportunity in CBD, uh, but we also see it as a value chain. And we see the most dangerous area of the value chain being in the middle, uh, such as retail and uh, even the consumer side. So we believe that focusing on the end of the value chain is, is the, uh, the greater opportunity. And we see at the beginning end of the value chain being the greatest opportunity. When we look at 500 million hemp plants, being planted, and our core competency is working with cultivators and being able to deliver the, the most uh, popular cloning system out there, we think that we're in the right position and we'll continue to focus in on, on business to business and avoid uh, consumer. All right. Well, this is an enthusiastic question. They want to know, uh, are Grow Life products sold in every U.S. state, Canada, and around the world? This would significantly increase revenue. Well, thank you for the question. Um, first of all, we do have a, a nationwide footprint, and we sell not only nationwide, but we also sell throughout Canada. Um, we are doing everything we can to uh, reach all the cultivators 
that are active of every size. Um, we see little competition to easy clone. Um, if anything, there's a challenge towards uh, educating the market between the benefits of cloning versus seed. And sometimes uh, the people who go with seed end up having more problems. So what we're trying to do is find ways of bringing cloning, um, the benefits of cloning to, to more and more market segments. And we think that hemp is a great way to do that. Right now, um, we have different programs that will introduce uh, what we call starters, which are almost like a blend between cloning and seed. And if we can deliver that into the hemp market, we think we'll reach even more cultivators. Okay, this ties into that as well. Have you thought about selling cannabis in actual store locations in states where it's legal here in the U.S. and in Canada? Well, um, we don't touch the cannabis plant. It is federally illegal. It would create a number of challenges and problems uh, for a publicly traded company at Grow Life. Um, The federal, uh, federal challenge is that um, there are banking issues from the federal government regarding cannabis, as everyone knows. But also, it's, it's really not our play. Our, our, our ability to focus in on, on, uh, on supporting the cultivators is really much better. We see competing with our own customers to be uh, something that we have no interest in. And instead, we'd rather empower our customers with, with uh, cloning systems and other products. Well, Marco, here's another question. It seems like we have a few questions in this regard. It's about a potential reverse stock split. Do you have a comment on this? Yes. Um, As most of you know, uh, last year the shareholders did approve by a significant majority um, the potential of a reverse split and granted the board of directors of Grow Life the right to pursue this. Um, We have had many discussions about this, but frankly, have not found uh, the reason to do it at this time. We seek, the board seeks, only to do so when it's at the benefit of the valuation of the company. So when it's at the value base or benefit of, of um, the shareholders, uh, will it be considered? At this point, there is no reason to do a reverse stock split. Okay, this is one in regard to the shares that are being that are currently outstanding. Um, are you planning to retire the shares of any other companies in any retirement of shares to strengthen the balance sheet? Can you elaborate on this? Well, once again, it, it goes back to how we spend our capital. Um, we we actually did explore a buyback program and realized that once again, so long as we need expansion capital doing a buyback isn't really the best use of, of capital uh, so long as we we need to use capital. If we were throwing off cash and and we felt that it was not a good use of, of funds to ex- put it back into the company, then we would do that. So if we were like an AT&T and, and some sort of utility and there was no growth in the market or single-digit growth, then yes, it would make sense to do a buyback program. But at this point, it, it doesn't make sense to do that. On the other hand, if we could do a, a negotiated uh, buyback of overhang situations like we did with Canex, where we were able to retire a, a significant amount of, of uh, potential uh, uh, dilution shares, then yes, we would do that. So as we see any overhangs that, that can um, 
significantly dilute the shareholder base, we will negotiate ways of pulling that out and, and, and make sure that we uh, minimize any hurt to the shareholder base. Very good. How long will it take you to get a patent for commercial cloning systems here in the United States? You know, it varies. It typically takes about uh, three to five years once you submit. But once you've secured the patent internationally, it typically gets more fact. Uh, on the other hand, this industry is so young, uh, it, it's, it's a hard read. Um, the fact that EasyClone was able to get that patent through um, is pretty impressive. So well, it's more of a wait and see. But um, given that we were issued uh, a patent on our system, I, I have high hopes that we'll be able to move for uh, more cloning systems faster. So I, I really can't commit to um, any time frame yet. But we're, we're pushing hard. That's an example of one of the areas that we would invest money into is to continue to build up our IP base, our intellectual property base, and make sure that we can defend whatever we're, uh, we're putting out to market from any competitors. How long will it take you to expand PHOT operations into Europe? Are you looking at to start expanding operations in the second half of this year or possibly in 2020? You know, we, we actually did send um, a couple couple of our uh, management members out to look at, at uh, uh, Europe, and we found that some of their markets have not, are not as progressive as the U.S. And, and even Canada. And frankly, we decided to pull back and, and concentrate our investment, and this gets back to my focus comment. It, it, it's better for us to continue to focus in our, in our North American markets than it is to, to overly expand. We just don't have uh, the financial resources to spread ourselves too thin. So I, I believe we're going to continue to concentrate on going deeper in the North American uh, markets than we are before we'll, we'll, we'll do that. There, there are a number of distributors who are very interested in our EasyClone products, and we may do some distribution agreements, but um, frankly, that doesn't really warrant us building subsidiaries overseas at this time. Okay, are you still planning to market the vertical growth system in the second half of this year? And if so, is the company accepting pre-orders for this new cloning system? So on that, uh, I'm going to table the answer, but I will say that we're finishing up the results of our third phase of testing. Um, while it's very exciting, I'm going to ask to table that answer for about 30 days the results have come in, and, and they're, they're very positive, but it comes back to a strategy decision. Um, we'll, we'll make a decision within the next 30 days, and we'll make a public announcement at that time and decide which way we're going to go. As you can imagine, uh, if we're going to go deep into EasyClone and deep into hemp CBD, uh, we have to make some hard decisions about what we do and do not invest heavily in and, and uh Inventory, capitalization, marketing, sales, all are, are, are expenditures and, and key factors that we have to make uh, decisions on. And once again, we have to concentrate and focus on what we think is, is the best uh, for the company. Very good. Is it possible that we might be able to merge with a larger company and still continue with our own operations? So Girl Life has always been open to that. 
but it also all depends on um, what stage we're in in terms of, of whether we believe we're valued properly. We are open to discussions, but we, again, believe that we're severely undervalued. Um, as we start realizing greater value uh, with the right partners, it makes sense. We tend to go the other way around. We tend to look for smaller uh, opportunities that we can add value to, as we did with EasyClone. Um, we were able to do the 51% acquisition. We're looking at the, the remaining 49%. Um, we took a company with, that was doing um, about $2 million a year, and we're, gonna, we're pacing at about tripling their revenues with our, our own internal resources at, at Goal Life. We think by dramatically increasing value in an asset that we can purchase at a, at a, at a great rate, uh, ultimately the market will catch up and we'll see, we'll realize the benefit of, of that in our, in our stock price. But um, we recognize today it's not reflected, but in time it will be. On the other hand, if a, another company looks at us as a target and we feel that we can bring greater value to our shareholders in a good return, the board is definitely open to that. Very good. Well, this is our last question. Why hasn't Grow Life looked at partnering with a major retailer or a company to jumpstart the brand? So we have, we've looked at a number of them. Most people don't understand how the major retailers work. We do have a distribution agreement, for example, the Tonight Agreement with um, like Home Depot. The, the, the trade-off of going into a big box retailer is their, their, uh, their payment terms. If you, if you look at the way it works, you really don't get paid. What you're doing is you're shifting inventory, you're paying for the manufacture of inventory, and you're parking it at a big box or a large distributor or retailer, and the only time you get paid is when it goes through their register. That's the way Walmart set it up. That's the way other people... So that's, that's really not in our best interest. Our best interest is, is expanding our sales footprint and generating the revenue... Uh, we do, but uh, what we rather do is continue to expand our, our, our business with EasyClone, with hemp, CBD, and, and grow the revenues the way we have in the past, which is, as I said, when, we, when we're doing about the same revenue we did all of last year and just the first half of the year, that's enough for us. We're, we're on the right track. Well, Marco, as I mentioned, that was our final question. I uh, just want to give you the floor one more time to wrap this up. So thank you very much for your time. I really appreciate it. The questions were solid. I thought um, we got right down to it. I've been watching Twitter. I thought the shareholders were right on the mark. Um, I haven't been as active as I have in the past. We've been doing a lot of, of serious things, making some hard decisions. I think we're, we're doing an amazing job. The management team is executing well. Um, we're, we're hoping to continue to, to grow at this pace. Um, and uh, hemp and CBD is an exciting expansion opportunity for this company. I think we're very well positioned for it. I'd say keep an eye on us over the next 30 days. You're going to see some very exciting announcements. So um, I just hope that the market continues to go along with us and follow us. So, Stuart, thank you very much for your support. Thank you. Once again, that's Marco Hedgy, Chief Executive Officer of Grow Life Incorporated. Please continue to send those questions in and keep supporting the company. Thank you for your time being on the call today.